Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, August 15, 2018. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Aretha Franklin, Amarosa, Idris Elba, Tyrese Gibson, Honey Boo Boo, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Well, honey, I, uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest of entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, click on the follow up button on top of the show page and it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call in number is 347 637 2656 and press the number one. That's 347 637 2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash deathentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at deathentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S. E-N-T-E-R-T-A-I-N and the number one. T-H-A-T-S, entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Instagram. Just type in T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now the uh, current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 89 degrees. Before I get started with the first uh, story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone who's tuning in on the phone lines and the chat room. Thanks again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And if this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. Usually on Wednesday afternoon, our broadcast from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern here on BTR. But today we started a little late. Uh, I was going to go on the air a little earlier, but I was having some little technical difficulties, but uh, everything should be uh, intact now. So how has everyone been? How's your week been so far? You know, it's Wednesday, it's hump day, we got two more days before it's Friday, and then the weekend is back around. Um, 
you know, this is being the, like the third week in August. It's like now the summertime is really coming to a close now because next month, I know here in the New York area, kids are getting ready to go back to school. Labor Day is almost upon us. So uh, I got to say this summer went right, really, really fast, you know. You know, by the time you turn over good and do your vacation and do those school shopping for books and then equipment, it's it's time to go back. So, um, but I'd like to say thank you for taking the time out and enjoying your summer by taking it easy, laying back, keeping yourself cool, staying indoors from the uh, AC, you know, inside with the AC to take the time to listen to the show. Also, or even if you're outside on the patio deck or by the pool and you got your computer nearby, thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. Well, as usual, we got a lot to talk about this week. We're going to be talking about the Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha Franklin. Everybody across the world, her fans, her family, her friends, are hoping and praying that, uh, you know, Aretha Franklin is not feeling too good. She, uh, according to some reports, she's gravely ill. And everybody, all her fans across the world are praying for her to be get well. You know, we don't want her to... You know, because she had been sick for a little bit, and uh, she was supposed to be doing a tour. She had to cancel her tour, and then her doctor told her that she had a rest. But they're saying that it does not look too good. There's rumors that she lost a lot of weight, like she's down to 80-something pounds. So we're really rooting for you to hang on, Aretha. We don't, we're not ready for you to go yet. Also this week, we're going to be talking about Miss Amarosa Madigat Newman. Uh, apparently, Amarosa has a new book out called Unhinged, an insider account on the Trump White House. Uh, she has been making her press runs to talk about this book, to talk about what went down, how she was let go, um, what she has, according to her receipts, about uh, Trump um, not knowing that she was let go. Uh, she's also um, alleging that uh, Trump has used the N-word, which a lot of people are not surprised because we know Trump's reputation. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. Also in the news, uh, Idris Elba shared some cryptic messages on his uh, social media this past weekend, giving people who are fans of Idris Elba, who are fans of the, the James Bond 007 series. You know, there's been a lot of talk that when Craig uh, Daniels uh, lead, departs, departs the uh, 007 character that they're looking for a new James Bond, and Idris Elba's name keeps coming up. And they keep saying that we need a new uh, James Bond, a different look, and we need a black James Bond. So his name always keep coming up. So he had sent this cryptic message having fans like me excited, oh, is he really going to be the next James Bond? But I'll tell you what he says. Also, Tyrese Gibson is back in the news. Apparently he is blaming his uh, ex-wife on why um, he's not getting any more work because she um, alleged about the domestic abuse and there's new documents being filed uh, in his attempt to avoid paying her legal fees. A lot of drama with Tyrese, as usual. And Miss um, Honey Boo Poo, a.k.a. Alana Thompson, well, you know, she has been uh, photographed, 
you know, she's one of the contestants in the uh, Dancing with the Star Junior, and some photographers caught her looking upset, and they want to know what went on, what went down. Was there something going on on the set of Dancing with the Stars Juniors? I'll tell you the latest. Also, um, we got some news about Tessa Thompson being the uh, star of Disney. Uh, next live action, Lady in the Tram. We got some news on Oliver Stone, Backstreet Boys, the new kids on the block. So much to get around to. But uh, without uh, further ado, uh, let's get uh, started with the uh, most talked about uh, stories of the day. Hit it. <laughs> All right, well, Aretha Franklin's family confirmed to uh, Detroit's WDIV-TV on Monday that the Grammy-winning singer is gravely ill. Now, Roger Friedman from Showbiz 411 was first to break the news, saying that the 76-year-old soul legend is surrounded by family and people close to her in Detroit. Now, Franklin, who was diagnosed with cancer in 2010, last performed in November of 2017 for the Elton John AIDS Foundation in New York. Her final public performance was in Philadelphia in August of 2017. Franklin, who hits include You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, Daydreaming, Jump to It, Freeway of Love, they became the she and also she Marisa Franklin became the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In 2005, then President George W. Bush awarded her the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest award for an American civilian. She also sang at uh, President Barack Obama's presidential inauguration in January 2009. Earlier this year, Franklin canceled two concerts scheduled in New Jersey per her doctor's orders. And according to a statement from her management team, she was extremely disappointed. She uh, couldn't perform, so she... As, as she expected, she couldn't perform as she expected and hoped to. Now, last year, Franklin announced plans to retire after releasing one final album, saying she would perform at some selective things. A biopic starring Jennifer Hudson as Franklin is scheduled to start filming in 2019. Now, I don't know about the, uh, you know, they, there was something that just came over the wire earlier today saying that um uh, there was that one of the family members was misquoted saying that the she's resting now uh she's not doing too bad all but you know they're just watching her and making sure she got everything she needs and make sure she's comfortable but you know we're we're praying for Aretha to to hang in there we don't want her to go just yet i know she has been Ill. Now this whole thing about the cancer thing, I didn't know, but um but I know she had were every time she had made an attempt to tour or you know, do venues and everything that she had to cancel because she was feeling ill. So we're just rooting for you, Aretha. You know, we're rooting for you. You're the queen of soul and we're just not ready for you to go yet. But we know Everybody has to go every now and then, but we just want to keep her around just a little more longer. So we're praying for you, Queen of Soul. Beyonce and Jay-Z, they began their uh, Detroit stop on their on-the-run tour at the Fort Field by dedicating uh, a show to hometown legend Aretha Franklin. Um, 
the pair had a, a bumpy history dating back to 2008 Grammy Awards when uh, Beyonce referred to Tina Turner as the queen. Now, Franklin released a statement taking exception, calling it a cheap shot for controversy, but concluding by giving love to Beyonce anyway. And less than a year later, however, Franklin defended Beyonce's decision to lip-sync the national anthem at President Barack Obama's first inauguration. Now, earlier in the evening on Monday, DJ Khaled paid homage to Franklin during his set, asking the crowd of about 44,000 to send some love to Aretha Franklin before spinning her iconic hit, Respect. Now, Franklin had been declining. Her, You know, she's only 76, so her health has been declining for the past couple of years, and she had to retire from touring. She last performed again uh, with the Elton John's A Foundation on November 7th, and that was an event here in New York City. So right now her family has asked for prayers and privacy during this time. Miss Amarosa Manigat Newman, or a.k.a. Amarosa, she was on the Today Show uh, earlier this week, and she released a recording of her conversation with President Donald Trump, taken one day after she was kicked out of the White House by Chief of Staff John Kelly. And right on cue, Trump responded via Twitter, calling his former advisor vicious but not smart, nasty to people, and that Kelly told him she was a loser and nothing but a problem. That's typical Donald Trump. In the recording made last December, Trump appeared to be surprised that she's departing. NBC's Today played the recording on Monday along with a contentious interview with Manigat Newman. She is in the midst of promoting her new book, Unhinged, an insider account of the Trump White House. Uh, you can hear Donald Trump talk, saying to Amoroso, you know, what's going on? I just saw the news that, that she was thinking about leaving. What happened? You know, he's playing it like he has clueless. Tweet, uh, Trump, as usual, tweeted about the recording minutes later when they aired it, and this is what he said. He said, quote, Wacky Amarosa, who got fired three times on The Apprentice, now got fired for the last time. She never made it, never will. She begged me for a job, tears in her eyes. I said, okay. People in the White House hated her. She was vicious but not smart. I would rather... I would rarely see her, but her really bad thing, nasty to people, and would constantly miss meeting and meeting and work. When General Kelly came on board, he told me she was a loser and nothing but problems. I told him to try working it out, if possible, because she only said great things about me until she got fired. Unquote. Now, who are you going to believe? Now, I'm, I, I, now, you know, I remember I was invited to a press junket for the Celebrity Apprentice, and I was invited to that uh, uh, press tour with Amarosa was on it, and, uh, you know, who else was on that uh, show that year? Uh, uh, Little John, uh, I think Penn, and, uh, Penn Gillette, which I'm going to mention later, he was on there, you know him from Penn and Taylor. I was at that press junket, and, um, you know, I really can't – you know why Amarosa is not looking good at this time? Because even if she have receipts, you know, she's also talking about she uh, heard that Donald Trump said the N-word on some tapes that somebody has possession of. And 
And I, you listen, I, I, you know what? She's not the only one who's been saying that. There is a tape, an alleged tape, that's out here of Donald Trump caught saying the N-word several times. I told you last week that um, Tom Arnold has something on it uh, He that he's going to air on HBO's Vice. They, I've been hearing this since the beginning of the campaign, since he was running for president. There is some kind of tape out here that has Donald Trump saying the alleged uh, N-word. And it was during the time of that Celebrity Apprentice where I went to the press junket for. Um, Alma Rosa has a uh, – a lot of people don't care for Alma Rosa. She's mean. She's very um, – everybody had an issue. You know, when she does these interviews, she she's very um, pushy, demanding, um, she rubs people the wrong way, and especially in the African-American community where people don't care for her. You know, she lost credibility within her own people. And now she got this book coming out, and we know that it's right on time because she wants people to buy her book. People don't believe her. Now, some people said that uh, Donald Trump has is, is wrong for calling her a dog. He just called her a dog recently. You know, that's typical M.O., that's Trump's M.O., especially when it comes to African Americans. He got nothing but negative, nasty comments to say. But you never hear him insulting Jeff Sessions. You know, you don't ever hear him calling him that short, racist bastard. No, you don't, you don't never hear him saying that, that bastard, that short little shrimp. You never hear him saying that, or that country bunkin. Jeff Sessions, you never hear him say that in his tweets, never. Anybody he, he, he doesn't get along that's white or he has an issue, you, you never he, he never said nothing about uh, uh, Robert Mueller, you know. He never said anything like that. With uh, Comey, he said some things, but he never was nasty with it like he does with African Americans. Case in point, Amarosa, LeBron James, uh, uh, who else, uh, the NFL players, uh, you know, he just got uh, Maxine, Congresswoman Maxine Waters. You know, he, this is his M.O. So we're not surprised. I don't believe that Donald Trump knew, claim he's going to claim his innocence that he didn't know. I don't believe him because, you know, Donald Trump is a liar. He's known for lying all the time. Now, if uh, Amarosa has receipts, she better bring it. Um, but again, again, she lost credibility with a lot of people a long time ago because of her behavior, because of her persona, and that she comes across like this opportunist, that like she comes across like she's, she's almost, how can I say, she's almost like a female version of Donald Trump in a, in a, in, in a sort of way. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if I'm gonna. I'm I'm not interested in buying her book, but uh, if you are interested in it, you know, it, and it just happened to a coincidence that uh, here she's making this, uh, talking about this tape, and now she got a book that she's promoting. So we'll see. The drama continues at the White House. Uh, nothing but a hot ass mess. 
<laughs> right now we got 19 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every Wednesday I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show and you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, Click on the follow-up button. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, like us on Facebook. we got a Facebook uh, page. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain uh, 1. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain is the number one. You can follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. Like the shoe, high heel shoe, S T I L E T T O, and the number 14. You can follow me on the gram at T Jones Gibbs, that's T J O N E S G I B B S. All right. Um, also in the news this week, uh, speaking of Donald Trump, uh, again, he referred to Alma Rosa as a dog. Uh, but uh, you know, she, like I was mentioning before, she claimed that this, somebody has this tape, and I heard about this tape. It's been rumored, it's been put out there. But um, getting back to Donald Trump, you know, he tweeted that um, Mark Burnett, the creator of The Apprentice, called him to say that there was no such tape. But Penn Gillette, who we know from Penn and Taylor, he has come forward to back a claim from Omarosa that the tapes of their celebrity apprentice host, Donald Trump, using a racist language on set does indeed exist, and he is sure of this because he was in the room. He told Vulture magazine in an interview yesterday, on Tuesday. Now, he's half of the musician duo Penn and Teller, who appeared on Celebrity Apprentice in 2012, he told Vulture that he personally witnessed Trump saying racially insensitive things that made him uncomfortable. And despite Trump treating Monday that he got a call from Celebrity Apprentice producer Mark Burnett, who assured him that there was no such tape exists, Penn said he knows for a fact that Burnett has tapes of Trump saying disparaging racist remark while working on the show. However, he will not get into the specifics of what Trump said because now that Trump is president, the stakes are really high. Um, Also, uh, this is what Penn said. He said, nothing I can say here hurts my career, but for the world, the stakes are higher. And what I'm trying to do here is to tell you the story emotionally without telling you specifics. I would not feel comfortable talking about what I felt I saw in that room because when I I was on that show, I was sleeping four to five hours a night. I was uncomfortable. Stress is the wrong word, but I was not at my best. Now, Penn also said that Trump would also make sexual remarks about women that made him uneasy. He said he would ask one cast member if he'd rather have sex with this woman or that woman. And yet, Penn said he would not budge on specific because he's, uh, un- he calls himself, quote, an, unri- uh, an unreliable narrator. Um, you know, we just got to wait and see because I told you last week, uh, Tom Arnold, Roseanne Barr's ex-wife, claimed that he heard it, there's something out there, now Penn is saying it, and now Amarosa is saying it. So we just have to wait and see. But if it is, um, 
Get ready. And but a lot of people say if it is, you know, his base don't care. His base don't care. As long as he in there, they don't care. Anything he does, he can't do no wrong in these people's eyes. <coughs> Excuse me. But nothing he can do wrong when it comes to his base in their eyes. It's like it's not going to phase anybody. But that they it might be true that it probably won't do anything. Listen, we got two more years of this character. I just suggest that people go to the polls and vote. If you don't like what's going on, if you don't like this president, don't complain. Do something about it. Set up set up a voting drive. Participate in the voting drive. Be a volunteer for this. Make sure people are going to the polls. Make sure you put your vote in because that's the only way we can get them out of there. Uh, Idris Elba has shared um, several cryptic messages and rumors that he is in the front running to be to play James Bond. Now, in recent years, speculation has swirled that the British actor is in the running to take over from Daniel Craig as the spy in this hit movie series following the release of Bond 25 in late 2019. However, Albus had some fun with the latest round of rumors, and on Sunday, August 12, he uploaded a filter selfie to Twitter with the caption, My name Elba, Idris Elba a reference to W07 signature Bond, James Bond line. He also posted a photo of hip-hop group Public Enemy and another tweet referring to their 1988 song, Don't Believe the Hype. That's what the Luther Star wrote, a statement which many of his followers, including me, interpreted to mean that he would not be playing Bond. Though Elvis had repeatedly brushed aside talk that he could be the next Bond, rumors were renewed last Thursday after a U.K. newspaper, the Daily Star, published a report stating that director Antoine Fuquay has spoken to James Bond producer Barbara Broccoli about the future of the Spy franchise and that she had claimed that it is time for a black actor to take on the part. But a representative for Fuquay has since rejected the report and told editors at The Hollywood Reporter that the content of the story was all made-up stuff and that the equalizer filmmaker has never had a conversation with Broccoli. Elba representatives have declined to comment also. At present, the 45-year-old is in the pre-production stages of a TV series, Turn Up Charlie, and Fast and Furious movie spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw, starring Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. Uh, Craig has played Bond since succeeding Pierce Bronson for a 2006 reboot, Casino Royale. Other names linked to the play, the super... uh, uh, Spy in the future include Tom Hardy, Aidan Turner, Henry Cavill, James Norton, and Nicholas Holt. Tyson Gibson says that he is earning 75% less than he used to and blame it all on his ex-wife allegation of domestic abuse, according to new documents filed in his attempt to avoid paying her legal fees in their divorce. In court documents obtained by the Blasi actor claimed he used uh, to bank 180000 per month, but over the last 12 months, that number was dwindled to 51000 He claims that ever since his ex, Norma Gibson, filed false domestic abuse allegations against him last year, he has been unable to find work in the entertainment field. 
Tyree said that these days his lone source of income is from personal appearances, residuals, and royalties. He further claimed that he had to tap his savings significantly to pay his monthly expenses, which includes $10,853 per month in child support. The Fast and Furious star said he only had 130000 in cash left and claimed to have spent 200000 fighting against Norma's false and baseless domestic abuse allegations. On a separate filing, Tyrese claimed to have 113000 per month in expenses, which includes 31000 per month in expenses that he just classified as other. The judge has yet to rule on the case. Wow. Uh, right now... Uh, we have here uh, 28 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every Wednesday afternoon I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about Miss Alana Thompson, a.k.a. Honey Boo Boo. Uh, she was photographed recently. You know, she's one of the contestants for the Dancing with the Stars Junior. Uh, apparently she was she had, was looking upset during the rehearsal, so I'll tell you what went down. Also, uh, board members of the at the College of William and Mary in Virginia have voted to rescind Bill Cosby honorary degree. Uh, actress Carrie Washington is going to be stepping into the future to star in a TV adaptation of a sci-fi graphic novel novel called Old City Blues, and, and um. Actress Tessa Thompson, she has landed a historical role as the star of Disney live-action Lady and the Tramp. It's going to be the first feature film to debut on the company's new streaming service. And then uh, Oscar winner uh, Oliver Stone and Benicio Del Toro, they're going to be teaming up again uh, together again for a new movie drama. I'll tell you what it is. And the Backstreet Boys are... Going to be uh, going to be performing at this year's MTV Video Music Awards. They're going to be uh, I think they're going to be welcoming nominees. And uh, New Kids on the Block are going to be celebrating their 30th anniversary of their breakthrough album Hanging Tough by returning to the New York fame Apollo Theater. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour. So stay tuned. Just say 
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now, we have 25 minutes left remaining in the show. That was uh, the latest from Childish Gambino and Summertime Magic. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Miss Alana Thompson, a.k.a. Honey Boo Boo. Well, she was photographed looking upset during a rehearsal for Dancing with the Stars Jr. on August 11 in Los Angeles. The 12-year-old reality TV star was seen crying while walking around CBS Studios. Now, did this rehearsal not go well for her? Well, Honey was snapped, wiping tears away with one hand while the other held her phone. She was accompanied by her mother, June Shannon, a.k.a. Mama June. It remains unknown as to why Honey cried that day. It might be uh, because things weren't going her way during the preparation for the spinoff of Dancing with the Stars. However, it seemed like the emotional moment didn't last too long as she was seen joking around in a video obtained by Daily Mail. And at one moment, she could be seen joking with co-star Miles Brown. The Here Come Honey Boo Boo star earned a whopping $50,000 for just signing up for the dancing competition show. And in addition, the longer she stays in the competition, the more money she will get. Should she, if should she make it all the way to episode three, she will get an additional, get this, $10,000. And she promised another 15000 if she stays on the show she if she shows up until episode 5 if she goes on to the finale she will get another 20,000 on dancing with the star junior honey you will be joined by stuck in the middle actress ariana greenblatt also competing on the show is blackish star miles lindsay arnold sister rayleigh arnold and jenna johnson needs haley Bills. The upcoming season will mark the second spinoff of Dancing with the Stars. Meanwhile, older pro dancers will act as mentors on the upcoming show. Dancing with the Stars Jr. is slated to have a two-hour season premiere on October 7 at 8 p.m. on ABC. And board members at the College of William and Mary in Virginia have voted to rescind Bill Cosby's honorary degree following his sexual assault conviction earlier this year. The school is the latest on a long list to distance himself from Cosby, who was found uh, guilty on three felony counts of aggravated indecent assault related to accusation that he drugged and sexually assaulted a Temple University coach in 2004. Following the decision on Friday, August 10th, the board members released a statement which read, quote, the William & Mary Board of Visitors voted today to rescind the honorary Master of Art degree awarded to Bill Cosby in 1993. Academic and board members at Yale University, Northwestern University, the University of Pennsylvania, and Cosme Alma Mater Temple University have also stripped the comic of honorary titles and degrees. More than 60 women have accused him of sexual assault. Cosby's show, um, I'm sorry, Cosby's sentencing is scheduled for September 24. And actress Carrie Washington is stepping into the future to star in a TV adaptation of the sci-fi graphic novel, Old City Blues. The Scandal star will take on the lead role in the new drama series, which is based on the 2011 story by Janice Melaganis, and is set in 2048 when high-tech criminals run the city of New Athens. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End filmmaker Gore Verbinski will take charge on the project, marking his TV directorial debut. 
Carrie will also serve as an executive producer of the show, which will premiere on streaming service Hulu, and this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Old City Booze is one of two new Hulu TV ventures for the actress who bid farewell to Scandal earlier this year when the seventh and final season of the political drama aired. She has also teamed up with Reese Witherspoon to star in and produce a limited series adapted from Celeste Nigg's Little Fires Everywhere bestseller. And debuting debuting on September 29, 1986, the original series that ran for seven seasons before wrapping up its story on May 24, 1993, Designing Women followed four women that was played by Dixie Carter, Delta Berg, Annie Potts, and uh, Jean Smart, who worked at the Sugar Baker and Associates, a design firm in Atlanta, Georgia. The series co-starred Meshach Taylor as an eccentric assistant, Anthony Bovere. Now, it remains to be seen if any of the original cast members will be featured on the new um, reboot. Carter and Taylor died in 2010 and 2014, respectively. Designing Women Reboot is the latest revival hailing from Sony Pictures TV. It joins One uh, One Day at a Time Reboot, which is a new take on Norman Lear classic sitcom for Netflix. Previous reports also suggest that the studio is currently developing a reboot of the 1980s sitcom, The Facts of Life. Um, Appian Way, the company that's run by Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Davidson, is in negotiations to produce the project alongside Jessica Biel's Iron Ocean Films. The series, famous for focusing on teen issues such as sex and eating disorder, features Charlie Ray, who we lost last week, Lisa Welch, Kim Phil, Mindy Cohen, and Nancy McKeon. Another classic TV show to get a reboot is ALF. The reboot is allegedly in its early stages at Warner Brothers, but TV is currently searching for a scribe for the project. The original ALF, which stands for Alien Lifeform series, ran for four seasons on NBC. It followed a sarcastic alien named ALF, voiced by Fusco, from the planet Melmac, who was taken in by a middle-class family after crash landing in Southern California. And fan favorites have been revealed at the 2018 Teen Choice Award, which was held on Sunday, August 12th at the Forum in Los Angeles. In the movie field, The Greatest Showman led among other winners with four trophies. The musical drama film was named Choice Drama Movie and bagged Choice Drama Movie Actor and Actress for its stars, Zac Efron and Zendaya Coleman. The duo additionally shared Choice Movie Ship for their own screen chemistry as a couple in the movie. Marvel's flick, Avengers, Infinity War, and Black Panther also picked up several trophies. The former uh, won Choice Action Movie, Choice Action Movie Actor for Robert Downey Jr., and Choice Action Movie Actress for Scarlett Johansson. As for Black Panther, it picked up uh, it picked as a choice sci-fi movie and helped its star Letitia Wright take home choice sci-fi movie actress. It also nabbed choice movie villain for Michael B. Jordan portrayal as Eric Killmonger Stevens. Meanwhile, Black Panther lead actor Chadwick Boseman lost out to choice sci-fi movie actor to fellow MCU actor Chris Hemsworth for his role as the God of Thunder in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Hemsworth co-star Mark Ruffalo for nominating the same category for his role in the same movie. Coco, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and Love, Simon were tied with two surfboards each. The animated movie won Choice Fancy Movie and Choice Fancy Movie Actor for Anthony Gonzalez. 
the Jurassic World sequel claimed choice movie, choice summer movie actor and actress for Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, respectively. Love, Simon was named Choice Comedy Movie and landed Choice Breakout Movie Star for Nick Robertson. And other movie winners include Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, Pitch Perfect 3, and Incredibles 2. The 2018 Teen Choice Award also handed out surfboards to winners in music, TV, and digital categories. And actress Thompson has landed a historic role in the stars of Disney live-action Lady and the Tramp, the first feature film to debut on the company's new streaming service. The action star will play the female. The actress will star who, the actress Thompson, who will play the female lead Lady in the revamp of the animated 1955 classic, according to Collider with the new movie set as one of the big draws on Disney's highly anticipated streaming service, which will debut in 2019. Now, bosses at the media Johnny's announced that the new direct-to-consumer streaming business last year, revealing that all of Disney content will be pulled from platforms like Netflix to feature exclusively on the company's own branded service as 2018 comes to a close. Now, Tessa, the first actress ever to appear as a female lead in the new film on Disney's latest platform, will also star alongside Avengers Affinity for War actor Benedict Wong, who has also joined the ensemble cast to voice a bulldog named Bull in the movie, which is expected to stun fans with the amazing computer-generated imagery special effects. The A-list cast for the Lego Najango movie, which was director uh, Charlie Beans, where he reimagined the beloved family film is rounded out by Justin Theroux, who is voicing Lady's love interest Tramp, Kiersey Clemens as the dog owner Darling, and Ashley Jensen as Jackie, the female version of Jock, a male Scottish terrier in the original movie. Uh, meanwhile, Thompson also made industry headlines recently when she signed on to join Ruth Negga in actress Rebecca Hall directorial debut of Passing and the adaptation of Nella Lawson's 1920 Harlem Renaissance novel. And John Lennon and Yoko Ono uh, Imagine Movie has been lovingly restored for a new theater release featuring bonus materials and a new soundtrack. The film produced and directed by John and Yoko and featured guest star George Harrison, Fred Astaire, Andy Warhol, Warhol and Jack Palace uh, chronicles the recording session for Lennon's Imagine album with now-disgraced record producer Phil Spector. The newly restored film will be released to selected theaters next month. Uh, right now we have 14 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to also take another music break, and when I come back I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Another round, I was counting down the days Been on 
patience and a brown fan With a tip back, probably on your shoulder Cause I forgot to hit back, left you on red Apologies are said, but often never meant That I repent, but message never sent Now, now, strange Jay Cole and Salam Remy and come through and chill. 
Right now we got nine minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Oscar winner Oliver Stone and Benicio Del Toro are teaming up again for a new movie drama. The Born the Fourth of July director and Sicario star Del Toro has signed on for White Lies, which Stone will adapt from his own screenplay. Set in New York, the drama will follow a struggling husband and father desperate attempt to free himself from his troubled upbringing. Production is scheduled to begin in New York in the spring of 2019, and this is according to Deadline. Now, Stone and Del Toro previously worked together on 2012 Thriller Savages. The actor, who has already had a busy year on the big screen with Sicario 2, Avengers Infinity War, and Star Wars The Last Jedi, will next be seen in Ben Stiller's new limited cable series, Escape at Danamora. Meanwhile, Stone most recently produced and directed TV interview series the 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 Putin interviews. His uh, last movie was 2016 Snowden, which starred Joseph Gordon-Levitt as whistleblower Edward Snowden. Now, the filmmaker has planned to work on uh, Guantanamo with the Weinstein Company, but he pulled out of the project last year as the sex assault scandal surrounding the company boss Harvey Weinstein uh, began to rear up. Now, allegations surfaced about the movie mogul's alleged predatorial behavior towards young actresses and journalists as a long list of women came forward with stories of sexual harassment and even rape. After first defending Weinstein, Stone backtracked it, and he revealed he had refused to work with the producer. The Backstreet Boys will welcome nominees, presenters, and guests to the MTV Video Music Awards on Monday, August 20th by performing on the red carpet. Nick Carter and his bandmates will join Bazzi and Bryce Vine for the event's red carpet pre-show. VMA's bosses will also debut the first-ever Push Artist stage, featuring performances from Haley Kiyoko, Jesse Reyes, Juice World, and Pretty Much. Travis Scott, Ariana Grande, and Post Malone, and among others, will perform during the big show. And New Kids on the Block are set to celebrate the 30th anniversary of their breakthrough album, Hanging Tough, by returning to New York's famed Apollo Theater. The boy band star will grace the stage at the legendary Harlem venue on October 7th for the first time since winning over the notoriously tough crowd at the Apollo-renowned Amateur Night at the very start of their career back in 1988 when they debuted Please Don't Go Girl. The track features on the group's sophomore album, Hanging Touch, which catapulted the singers to global fame. Joey McIntyre, Donnie Wahlberg, Danny Wood, and Jonathan and Jordan Knight are now preparing to head back to the pop roots to mark the anniversary with a special concert at the Apollo. New Kids on the Block also teased more big news set to be unveiled straight after the gig. And uh, bosses at the... uh, New York Madison Square Garden had defended their decision to book R. Kelly for an upcoming show, insisting those who disapprove can stay away. The September 15th Memory Lane concert was announced on Friday, prompting a storm of protests from critics and women rights activists who feel that the singer should not be able to to profit from this gig while he's under investigation for a series of sex abuse and misconduct allegations. These include uh, claims he trained a 16-year-old to pleasure him sexually and sexually abuse two other women when they were teenagers. He also been accused of masterminding a sex cult, and his ex-wife recently opened up about the alleged abuse she suffered during their 13-year marriage. But MSG officially are refusing to pull the concert, telling Spam 
that MSG has a long history of not censoring performers. They said, quote, we believe artists have the right to rent out venues to put on their own event and that the public then has the choice whether or not to support that event, unquote. Ironically, the gig will take place at the Hulu Theater inside Madison Square Garden, the venue recently snapped up by bosses at the streaming service who was currently developing a documentary about Kelly's sex abuse allegations. Hulu bought the naming rights to the venue in March. Kelly has denied all the allegations against him, and last month he released the single, I Admit, in which he appeared to address the claims. And after Cardi B announced that she would no longer join Bruno Mars for the North American leg of his 24K Magic Tour, fan has been dying to know who will replace the female MC. The Hawaiian singer had announced just not just one, but four support acts to hit the road alongside him. They are Sierra, Charlie Wilson, rising artist Ella May, and Boys to Men. Each act will perform a handful of shows with a three-piece group opening for Bruno in Denver, Colorado, on September 7 and 8. They will also perform in Philadelphia. And on the other hand, Sierra will join Bruno in Toronto, Ontario, and New Jersey. Ella will replace Cardi for six shows starting on October 4th in Brooklyn and closing out on October 12th in Nashville. Charlie, meanwhile, is set to open for the uh, hitmaker in Detroit, Tulka, and Dallas. Each of them will join him on one of the four nights at the Staples Center in Los Angeles between October 23rd and October 27th. Last month, Cardi revealed that she would not be hitting the road with Bruno due to her newborn baby culture. Uh, She said that uh, the reason why she's not, because um, at the time, after she was giving birth to her daughter six weeks ago, uh, she had to recover, you know, mentally and physically. But she also thought that by bringing her on the tour, she thought about it, but she don't think she was able to do it. But she she said that she kind of underestimated the the whole mommy thing. That's what she said on Twitter at the time. And Issa Rae, a Lyft driver on her HBO series Insecure, will be the real-life driver sent as host of Rihanna's Diamond Ball, the star's annual fundraising gala benefiting her Clara Lionel Foundation. Additionally, uh, Donald Glover, uh, alter ego Childish Gambino, will perform during the annual Black Tie Benefit to be held on September 13 in New York City. Um, Rihanna launched the Clara Lionel Foundation in 2012 in honor of her grandparents to improve health, education, arts, and culture around the world. Meanwhile, Queen Latifah has been tapped to host the BET annual Black Girls Rock, which will take place on August 26 at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in her hometown of Newark and premieres September 9th at 8 p.m. on the network. On selecting Latifah as this year's host, the organization's CEO and founder and creator, Beverly Bond, said, quote, that Queen Latifah is the epitome of black excellence, hip-hop royalty, and black girl magic. She has been a longtime supporter of Black Girls Rock and has been honored at both our televised and pre-televised show. I'm so thrilled to welcome her back to the Black Girl Rock stage as host. And um, British soul singer Sam Smith learned the hard way 
what happens when you disrespect the king of pop, Michael Jackson. Uh, he was seen on a boat trip with a fellow singer, Adam Lambert, another British singer, saying on camera that he said, quote, I don't like Michael Jackson, but this is a good song. And the song he was referring to was Human Nature. What? Talk about putting your foot in your mouth. But the bigger issue is that Smith, like a lot of so-called white R&B singers are guilty of appropriation of black music and black artists like Michael Jackson. And then to have the nerve to publicly diss Michael, that didn't go too well. And it didn't go so well with Michael Jackson's fans and African Americans in particular. In fact, Smith's comments infuriated one of my icons, Stephanie Mills, who's an R&B legend, she had no problem putting him in his place. She said, quote, don't come for Michael Jackson when you wish you had so as many records and you wish you were the king of pop like he was. This is what she wrote on Instagram. She said, I'm tired of people studying our music and studying our artists and claiming that you don't like our music. Go sit your one-hit wonder ass down and learn how to finish a tour. When you can sell as many records as the king of pop, Michael Jackson, then maybe you can say something, unquote. Before she was through, Stephanie Mills, who dated Michael Jackson back in the 70s, gave Smith a warning saying, don't ever think about responding. She, that's what she said. She said, so um, have several seats and come for me if you want to. Oh, yeah, and she also reminded folks that Smith once referred to someone as a black cunt. So far, Smith hasn't responded. We're, um, we're betting that he won't. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that will do it for me this week. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. And I will talk to you next time. Uh, take care. <laughs>